0: I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH in Boston. For the past week, Israelis have been talking about an issue that's been hotly debated in the U.S., gun control. Few private citizens in Israel have permission to own firearms, and there's even a strict limit on how many bullets they can have. But a mass shooting at an Israeli bank last week has authorities calling for even tighter restrictions. The world's Matthew Bell has our story from Jerusalem. It's the kind of thing that doesn't really happen in Israel. A disgruntled customer walked into a bank in the southern city of Beersheba last week. He took out a handgun and opened fire, killing four people and injuring three. Then he killed himself. The gunman was a former border police officer and security guard. He had a gun permit. But officials at Israel's Ministry for Public Security say it's time to re-examine the country's gun laws.
1: We don't believe in the culture of firearms or
0: culture of weapons. Moshe Dayan works on the licensing of firearms at the ministry. He points out that Israel has no Second Amendment giving citizens the right to own guns. Firearms are mostly reserved for the police, the army, and other security agencies, Dion says, and in special circumstances for members of the Israeli public. For instance, if you live in a settlement in the West Bank.
1: We believe that sometimes it's needed where it's needed. It should be rather carefully checked, as carefully as possible.
0: Dayan's boss, the minister of public security, says big changes are needed. Immediately after the bank shooting, he was quoted saying that Israel needs to limit the number of guns in the hands of private citizens. That's probably not something you'd hear out of an American official's mouth. But the reaction from some Israeli gun owners would sound familiar. At a basement firing range in an industrial section of Jerusalem, a shooting instructor who gives his name as Dove says authorities are about to make a big mistake. <laughs> of course I'm worried about new gun restrictions, he says. Dove is rare in that he owns five handguns. If the proposed reforms pass, he might have to give up most of them or at least have them locked up at work. He goes on to present a common argument against gun control heard in the U.S. The government, Dove says, is going to end up taking guns away from law abiding citizens and leaving them in the hands of criminals and terrorists. For the sake of comparison, roughly a third of American households are thought to have guns. In Israel, around 2% of the population legally owns a firearm. Ronan Rabani is the owner of the firing range. He believes that Israel's security depends on the members of that tiny gun-owning minority.
1: They are not bad people. They are the best people and they are the, the strength double for the police. They double the strength of the police. They are all over the place.
0: But Moshe Dayan from the Ministry of Public Security says, as far as he knows, citizens pulling out their weapons to stop a criminal or terrorist has done more harm than good.
1: This is why our policy is always uh, looking for the balancing between the need and the dangers.
0: Unlike in the U.S., there's always an armed guard on duty at Israeli schools, but one proposed change in the country's gun regulations would require security guards to leave their weapons locked up at work rather than carry them to and from home. I ask one security guard at a school in Jerusalem who didn't want to give his name if that worries him. Terrorism uh, there is, but not everywhere, not every second, not every minute here. God is with me all the time, so I'm not worried about what, what should I worry about. Of course, he says he needs a gun while on duty at the school, but frankly, he adds, the gun is heavy, it's uncomfortable to carry, and he would just as soon make his daily commute without it. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Jerusalem.